Hi Angel, welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast. This is your safe and soulful space to plug in and explore all things mental, emotional, energetic and spiritual well-being and healing. This is a space where self-belief, your full potential and main character energy will become your norm and non-negotiable. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counselor and a women's mindset and wellness coach and educator. I specialize in helping women like you cultivate a more conscious relationship with yourself while taming that inner critic and busy mind of yours. I help you navigate change and growing pains, get unstuck, find your groove again, and break through the blocks, fears, and limits that have been holding you back. I also help you confidently bridge the gap between where you are and where you truly want to be. This podcast is for you, the deep thinker, the soul searcher, and the cycle breaker on a mission to unlearn and reconnect with what truly lights you up, to unapologetically thrive in your own lane, and to start embodying a juicy, balanced, and soul-led life that feels damn good. I am so glad you're here, sis. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I'm getting straight into it today. I am so excited to share this chat with you. I had a chat with the beautiful Karen Taylor, who's a holistic mindset coach, and she really empowers women in their personal and entrepreneurial journey. And there are so many similarities between our journeys and how she went from really burnt out in her full-time role as a nurse to really stepping into her business owner energy. And through Karen's journey, she has been able to connect with other ambitious women in business to really empower and inspire them to step into their own business energy and become the creators of their own life and reality. So Karen is incredible with all things mindset and really just expanding your business journey and your life. So something that we speak on is really balancing the feminine and masculine energies, which is one of my favorite topics and something whether you're a business owner or not, plays such a huge part in cultivating more ease and flow and balance and not feeling like everything is a struggle and making sure that we can actually avoid burnout. So let's jump into it. I'm so excited for this chat. Karen, hello. Welcome to the Holistic Honey podcast. How are you going? I am so good, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you for being here. And I'm so excited for this chat. We connected not long ago on Instagram and I feel like we've got a very similar vibe with what we're like our messaging and you are a holistic mindset coach. So tell me a little bit about the work you do, the people that you serve and where you're at. Yeah. So um, when I was at the beginning of my coaching journey, I was just like, hey, I'm here to help everyone. Let's work on your confidence. Let's work on your belief systems. And I absolutely loved that. And then I started to attract a lot of like women in business and female entrepreneurs into my world unintentionally. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And obviously I'm a coach, I'm in business myself. And then having going through like my struggles and journey, then translating that to help my clients when they're on their entrepreneurial journey, because let's be honest, if anyone is listening and they have a business, it's fucking hard. And that's (laughs) challenged the most when it comes to your mindset. And I found like so much more joy, like helping 
like aspiring or established entrepreneurs, like really just like elevate their mindset so they can hold more capacity in their business. So now I'm more tailored to be working um, yeah, with female entrepreneurs in particular to really work on their mindset. And I freaking love it. I love that. And the mindset part is just so critical. And I see it across a lot of different industries, you know, people specialize in certain things or they'll have this goal that they want to get to, whether it's, you know, in the fitness industry, I want to lose weight or whatever this outcome is. But if we haven't actually worked on the mindset side of things and that's not right, that's not as sharp as attack as it can be, we're going to start to notice that it's almost like this relentless cycle of just like constantly chasing something and never feeling content. So talk to me a little bit about how the mindset side of things has kind of played out within your own business as well, especially early on? So my own journey with mindset, I had been really immersed in like the self-development world and like followed a lot of coaches before I even like had the intuitive download to be like, hey, you need to do this too. And I always saw people about how important mindset is, how important investing is, all of those beautiful things. So when I had like gone through my journey of like self-discovery and being like, oh my God, I need to help people doing this too. I kind of already knew, I was like, cool, let me look at people who I look up to in the coaching business, who are successful, who are making huge impacts. Like what have they had to do to get to where they are? And I was like, cool, I need to like dig inside and dig in deeper, get to know me more, work through my blocks and hire a coach to help me that. Like I just knew from the beginning. So I have been able to grow so quickly, mainly from investing into other coaches to help me with my limiting beliefs, um, also like with my business strategies and everything else in between. And I've never not had some type of mentorship my whole journey because I just know how powerful it is when someone can have that outside look onto your life and your business and help you navigate through everything. So um, as well as doing my own learning and reading books and all those beautiful things, it's really just been mentorship and coaches to help me go through those blocks, especially around like that whole imposter syndrome, which I know a lot of other entrepreneurs really um, struggle with as well too. And mainly just the, the idea of acting as if you've already got the thing before you've had it. And just that level of like, like attracts like and really implementing that specific strategy has really, really helped me a lot. Yeah, the embodiment side of things. And, you know, it's easy to do when we are immersed in some sort of mentorship and we're working with someone who we not only look up to, but they inspire us, they help us also point out, you know, what do they call it? The blind spots as well. Um, Literally just yesterday, I signed up with a, a new mentor. I had like a little bit of time without one. And I, I do believe in like needing to have a bit of a gap to kind of, you know, integrate and trust yourself. But I got to a point where I'm like, I'm fucking ready. Like it's time. And it's so potent. It's so powerful. Um, Something that I noticed that is quite similar with our journeys is you were speaking a lot on your page around your previous job before you started your own business and how there was a lot of burnout and you were overworked. Talk to, talk to me a little bit about that and where you were kind of at and how this transition kind of got you to where you are now. So let's transport to about beginning of last year. So yeah, it would have been, yeah, about that time. So I've been a nurse uh, working for about like three years now. Um, I essentially like school, uni, job, cool, this is my path, I'm on this for life. Um, just, yeah, really into the rat race, I guess you could say. 
And I got into nursing because I was like, yeah, I really want to help people. Like, this just sounds cool. And yeah, cool, I'll go to uni. That sounds like a good idea. This will set me up. Um, and like, like, I definitely did enjoy it, but especially starting and working essentially through the whole pandemic um, was a lot. And I then moved into like critical care and then like new waves of COVID happened and it was like 17 hour shifts. It was like, I worked like 96 hours in a fortnight one time, like just like really worked, 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 like work was my life. And I had no identity outside of it. I stopped doing the things that I loved. I was like, didn't have the time for family and friends. I was pushing people away. And it got to the point where I like nothing even bad happened. I think it was just a breaking point of like, I can't keep doing this. And I had just like an absolute mental breakdown mm-hmm. and it was kind of divine timing. I like randomly picked annual leave for like two weeks right before I had this huge mental breakdown. I was like, oh, this is a blessing. Took the two weeks and did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Slept well. I ate well. I moved my body. I connected with people again. And I was like, this is what, <laughs> this feels good. Why am I not feeling like this? Like this is how my life should look all the time and how I should feel all the time. And um, I kind of like had this realization of like, I cannot stay in this career. Like uh, I was in it for the wrong reasons. I was like, yep, cool. This will just set me up. This is a good, safe title job. Mm. And I was like, fuck this. Like I can't do this. I saw the trajectory of other nurses who had been there 20, 30, 40 years. And I was like, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. Um, and I happened to have like came across like a little self-development course from one of the coaches I was following. I was like, you know what? I feel pulled to do this. Let's do it. And that was the first time I invested into myself, did a bit of the inner work. And I was like, holy, I've got a lot of things going on that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And even though like I'm still continuously learning, that was like the first kind of breakthrough I had and spiritual awakening, I guess you could say as well of like, I can do anything I want to do. And I do love helping people like that is a cool value of mine is like community and love and connection. And I was like, I would also love to teach people how to break through and have these like feelings and revelations and have like that strengthened mindset that I do now. And it was kind of like just this immediate intuitive, like you need to do that, go and do that. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) I immediately like signed up to a life coaching certification. Um, I smashed it out so quick because I was so like immersed in it. And I was like, I love this. This is so good. Like give me the qualifications so I can start this thing. And then I immediately invested into a uh, mindset and business coach to help me start. And it's just been, yeah, an amazing journey after that. But the really key points away, like from that journey was just, One, like giving myself some really intentional physical and mental space Mm. to have so much more clarity in where I wanted to go. And also just listening, like I didn't really know it at the time, but just like listening to those intuitive pulls. And it's never, for me, it's not a voice. It's kind of like a body, like you need to do this. And it's like a, a pull physically. And just leaning into that and trusting myself and not worrying about like oh is this gonna work I don't know that's a lot of money I was like no something in me tells me I need to do this just trust yourself back yourself you've got this and those were probably like the biggest key things that really helped me like along that journey to get me where I am 
Yeah. And it's about controlling the controllables, right? It's not about focusing so much on the outcome, which is what a lot of people you and you would know this working with other business owners, we fixate on the outcome. And that's when things kind of feel like they're going to shit or it's not working. But circling back, firstly, hats off to every single nurse out there. I am just, it's incredible that you did it for three years. I, one of my best friends is a nurse and I always, I'm like, I'm so glad there's people like you on this earth because I couldn't fucking do it. (laughs) And it's a really tough gig, but it's really interesting that you said, you know, when you actually created the physical and mental space to step away from that environment, Mm. similar to my journey, I ended up falling into a heap when I had the space to, because I was like, I call it almost like when my mind, body and soul like threw a tantrum. It was like, hey, you've been resisting this this inner nudge I've been trying to give you that this isn't working and this isn't good for your mental health and this isn't feeling good for your soul. Um, And often it gets louder and louder and sometimes it does come in the form of like physical burnout or fucking a mental breakdown like you said. So super interesting. And another thing I heard which is really similar to our journeys is and this is what I want to talk about, is it sounded like you were operating a hell of a lot in your masculine, but almost like the wounded masculine, right? Like overworked, emotionally unavailable, um, which is what I want to talk about. Before we hit record, we're having a chat about this. And it is a concept that I feel like I've sprinkled within um, my episodes, but I haven't had a dedicated episode for. Whenever I talk about it, it's usually a massive light bulb moment for a lot of people because they don't realize that they're often operating far too heavily on one side than the other. So it sounds to to me that you were operating a hell of a lot more in the masculine. Talk to me about what you started to do when you obviously did slow down and you created space, which is very feminine energy. How did you start to kind of balance the ledger and balance the scales a little bit to bring back that balance? Mm, First of all, I would like to say I feel like it's still a continuous journey, especially when um, if anyone that's listening that is in business, you're going to always feel like you're teetering and trying to work out what the like quote unquote balance is. And I think the idea of balancing like these two energetics, like the feminine and the masculine, there's never going to be like, I'm always going to be 50-50. It's a matter of always being like intentional with like, cool, I got to switch into this, I got to switch into that. Um, But just to like go back a little bit, I was, yeah, once I started learning about this concept, I was like, oh man, I was like full masculine my whole life. Yeah. Um, And look, that plays, like there's a lot of things that played into that. Like obviously um, my dad was a very hard worker. Um, He had, was very intelligent, uh, made a lot of money, had a very good title. And then my mom um, loved it a bit, but she was stay at home mom. Um, Just like, yeah, that was her title in her life. So then I was like, oh, cool. So I need to be like dad if I want to like have money and be successful in life, which is very rigid and logical and structure and get a degree and do your master's, all of those things. And I was like, okay, that's what I got to do. So I like took that path and I was like just pushing, like pushing so, so, so much, especially, yeah, when things were, were during a pandemic. And then I was also studying towards my master's in nursing as well. And it's like, cool, I'll like move up in the ranks and I'll get into like an education role. And that will give me a nice cushy, like 150k a year job and mm. everything will be good. And I'll be happy then was my yeah. mentality. So I was like, I'll just keep pushing and make my money and 
essentially throw away my life towards this career because then then I'll be happy, then I'll be successful. So I was just full go, 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 go. Um, I am like blessed, but also cursed that I am very ambitious and that I am uh, have been so conditioned to be so masculine. And I feel the reason why so many women do feel like that. And again, there's always factors of parents and whatnot, but even just life in general is we kind of live in a man's world. It's getting better now. But the idea of like, you got to do this and the structure and the work hard and be happy when you retire. And just like this modality is all that we're taught. Mm -hmm. We're not taught that you can be successful by listening to intuition and being like community and compassion focused. And like, there's no talk around that in like the modern day society that you can be successful and get the things you want that way. It has to be pushing and working hard. So that was all that I knew. And yeah, it just drove me to absolute burnout. Um, I'd probably even say I was like borderline depressed in some stages as well too, because I just had nothing for myself. Cause I was like, I just need to work hard. I had like a whiteboard with all of my goals. And I was like, like kicking myself if I wasn't reaching them and it would feel so hard. And it was just so, so bad. And once I yeah had that time away and I could really like let go and be like, I don't have to do that. Cause it's not for me. I'm doing it for my dad and doing it for society so I can look good and have like look successful mm. right but I was like is that successful is that success to me to feel like this mm. um so then when I allowed yeah that time that space and really looked inwards and be like no I want to help people this way and yes there's going to be um still some masculine points of building a business and making money but I was like I just want to lead from my heart center, lead from my feminine to, you know, create that life that I deem as successful and make that impact. Mm. Um, but I'd love to just quickly touch on for those who are not, don't even know what masculine and feminine is. Masculine is just the doing. It's the go, go, go. It's the, yeah, the logic, the structure, the organization, the, it's even like the protectiveness. And I find that a lot of women will put up like a masculine shield if they don't feel safe in their feminine. Mm. Uh, and the feminine is more, yeah, the intuitive, the creative, the groundedness and presenceness. Um, I don't think that's a word, presenceness. <laughs> Gratitude, <laughs> being present, all of those beautiful things where you can just feel really in touch. And it's like the being, the being yeah. energy. And um, I feel that in order to be like successful in whatever it may be like gym or business or life or relationships like anything you have to be aware of these two energetics and know when to really balance them out yes. and specifically with what I see in my clients and even my beginning journey too is that it's so easy for us to go all masculine on building our business and that's absolutely still necessary but the idea is then giving yourself those boundaries be like cool I've done what I've needed to do let me step away Mm. and go do something for me let me step away and disconnect and not put my value towards me building this business and it being all that I'm doing and focusing on yeah the being how you're feeling go take a walk go journal go connect with something or go connect with someone or outside or just the centeredness I think that a lot of us don't realize that we're not letting ourselves be centered and have that balance in our day-to-day. -day. And it really shows, yeah, in your business, in your relationship. Um, if you are a woman who is really ambitious and you're masculine-driven and your man is masculine-driven, you're probably going to fight a lot. You're probably going to like alpha and alpha, like bump heads a lot, right? So it's a matter of learning in all aspects of life to really have that duality in yes. everything. Yeah, yeah. 
beautifully put and so many things you touched on. I loved how you were talking about, um, you know, and similar to me that that high achievers mentality that we often um, have been brought up with. And it's so not a bad thing. And it's got us to the point of, you know, having businesses and, and being ambitious is fucking awesome. However, if we don't, I call it the dance between the the feminine and the masculine, and we need the two, like they both serve a purpose. And I realized this early on when I left my career working with the government, I was so burnt out, so in my masculine. So when I started my business, I resigned. I was like, I just need to detox and just jump straight into this. And then because I was really missing the feminine, I just dove so hard into the feminine with no masculine. So didn't set an alarm. There was no structure. There was heaps of rest, which was awesome to an extent. And then I realized really early on that you need the masculine to also contain the feminine and vice versa, right? So it's that beautiful duality. I was like, okay, I can still embrace downtime and rest and trusting my intuition and being heart-centered and the softness, but I also need to be a leader and I need structure and routine. And it's the dance between the thinking and the doing and the feeling and the being, right? Which a lot of people, you know, we're often not raised in a way to actually encourage us to connect with our intuition and be like, how do you feel? It's usually like, this is what you do. And I know you said at the start, I went to uni, I then got into nursing. I did this because this is what I thought was the natural order, right? Mm -hmm. So for anyone listening who can resonate with this, and I know a lot of people, I'm sure in both of our communities can resonate, what are your tips or, you know, reflections for if they are at a point now where they're like, okay, holy shit, I think I'm leaning too far into one or the other and I'm feeling unbalanced. I'm feeling on the point of burnout. My soul's trying to tell me something. What are the important things to remember? What are the things that maybe they need to start to lean into to reflect on or unlearn? Mm. So, yeah, if they're coming to this point of, yeah, burnout and being too much the masculine, honestly, just like space, mm. um, like physical and mental space and guilt-free as well. You're going to feel a little bit of guilt at the beginning because you're new to it, but <laughs> guilt-free, right? And it's a matter of also just giving yourself permission, um, whether it is a job or a business, being like, it's not going to be the end of the world if I take a mental health day. Yeah, And just allowing that space. I'd also even look deeper into like why... Do I feel like I have to keep working or why do I feel like I have to push? Like what is that deeper belief system or that deeper like um, like childhood experience? Um, like I guess with me, like seeing my dad being such a high achiever, like what was that um, upbringing growing up? Like why do you feel you have to do that? Um, and really just like digging deeper into that because, yeah, when I did do that work, I was like, wow, I just want love and approval from my dad. Yeah. And then I was like, why can't I just give myself love and approval? And look, I'm still working on it, but I have worked through the majority of it. And I was like released. I was like, wow, I don't have to do that for him. I can just do it for me. Mm. Um, so just, yeah, really digging deeper on like, why do you feel like you can't stop? And if it generally a lot of people are like, oh, but when I stop, I've got just like a million things going through my head and I'm anxious all the time. Give yourself more break. Because the reason why you go a million thoughts all the time is, again, you're just too much in the masculine. And it takes a little while to kind of like, as you're saying, Lauren, like detox almost from mm. this. Um, it's just your, your brain is just so wired to do that. So it's going to take some time and practice. I think just giving yourself really strong boundaries 
if you are like an entrepreneur and have ability to move and be flexible with your hours, be like, cool, I'm clocking off at 3 p.m. every day and I'm putting my phone on D&D and I'm going to go to the beach, go take the dog for a walk, go sit outside, go to the gym, something, right? And just really setting that strong intentional boundary and working on just being every single day, you'll start to notice how much better you feel. So then when you are going back to work or working back on your business, you feel so much more refreshed and then the thoughts kind of calm down. Um, So that's probably my best advice. Yeah. Creating the space for being is something I think a lot of people have so much discomfort with, including Mm -hmm. myself. It's something, it's a constant work in progress for me. um, And I'm sure you can relate. And I recorded a podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go have a listen. I think it's a previous one. I don't know when this is going to be posted, but around why we have discomfort in stillness and how we often don't hold space for the emotions and the thoughts that need to come through. And that's often why we, we keep busy. It's like, what are we avoiding sitting with? And it's a huge reflection and something I encourage everyone listening to think about. If you were to stop right now, take a breath, let go of the external world for a second. What do you need to sit with? What needs to come up? What are you afraid will happen if it actually comes up? Um, And this is part of the feminine is the vulnerability and the softness and creating space. Um, So yeah, absolutely beautifully put. Is there anything that you love doing? Like if you're say more in the feminine and then you're really kind of craving more of the masculine energy to kind of contain that and vice versa, if you're in the masculine, you're like, okay, I need to start to, you know, reconnect and create some space. What are the things on both sides that you personally enjoy doing um, that help you kind of create the balance or tap into it? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so I'm I'm still learning to work through like my, my masculine driven mentality. Um, but the main thing is what we were saying before, like I give myself structure. So I was saying to my before that I love my slow mornings and I don't do any physical work before 10 a.m. Mm. Um, I wake up, I like have a coffee out in the sun, um, I eat breakfast, I go to the gym, I shower, I go, oh, and then I start my day. Because yeah. sometimes my calls can go late as like six or seven o'clock. So I'm like, cool, let me set that boundary for me so that I know I'm spending every single day just in oh, and doing something for me. Yeah. Um, because there was a time at the very beginning of my business where it would just be as soon as I wake up work and then just like don't stop work until my partner's literally dragging me off the laptop at six o'clock at night saying we got to eat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, for me, it's just setting those boundaries so I can be in my feminine and be in the being without feeling guilty. And yeah. also just like randomly taking some days off in the middle of the week. Like if I'm like, oh, you know, I just want to take Friday off and then I'll reschedule and reorganize a few things and then just take Friday off. Mm. I love being in nature. When I'm in nature, I feel so just like, I don't know what it is, like nature, like bushwalks or the beach or I love camping just because you're so immersed in it. And that to me, I love just doing anything outside because I feel so much more connected and I just see so much abundance all around me. I was like, how fucking cool is it that we get to live on this planet? And there's all these beautiful things around us that I think we forget when we are in the suburbs and in the cities, um, just like how beautiful our world is. And um, I love anything like space documentaries, anything like that. And when they talk about how freaking rare 
planet earth is and how there's just like no other planets are just full of so much yeah abundance of life and green and water I'm just like holy crap like we're so lucky so then that sits me in the place of gratitude and being present and really refills my cup on them when I go back into the week so um I hope that answers your question I think I went on a bit of (laughs) absolutely no no for sure and business owners if you're listening creating time to step away from the fucking screens, get out in nature. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Something I realized was my best ideas, my intuitive downloads, the things that have just landed so clearly for me have been when I haven't been forcing and pushing myself to create or to have to think of something. And, you know, um, if you're an entrepreneur, you've, you've got some sort of creative brain, you're, you're wanting to create new programs and you've got a lot of different ideas, but we can't just kind of force that. We need to sometimes just going for a walk along the beach or a walk in nature or having a bath and and shutting down your screens. Like you'll notice that that's often, what do they say when, you know, you quiet the mental chatter, that's when you'll hear the intuition speaking, Mm. right? Mm. Um, So there is so much power in creating space for both. And I, I think I've said this before on a podcast, but something I challenge my clients to do if they're very go, 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 hustle, grind in the masculine, often they have lots of to-do lists or they'll keep adding shit to their to-do list and it feels like this relentless, never-ending cycle of just chasing stuff. So I often say create a to-feel list and what what do you want to feel? Okay, I want to feel um, more contentment. What are some little intentions or things that I can do to connect with that feeling as opposed to this outcome of you know ticking off a goal that we we told ourselves we needed to do mm-hmm. so that could perhaps be be helpful um and I want to share as well I something that worked for me and it often ebbs and flows and it changes with the different seasons you're in but my morning routines helped me feel like I was kind of gearing up for my it was more of the masculine energy of having a routine it was like okay I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that Whereas my night times were almost like the sacred, flowy, feminine rituals. So it was kind of bookending my days with both. The start was the masculine structure, nothing too hectic. Um, and then winding down with the slow kind of like yeah, rituals. It might be a nice skincare ritual, a bath, whatever it is to um, reflect on your day before disconnecting. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And one other thing that just quickly came to me now, if anyone is wanting to find more pockets of time where they are really more disconnected from their screens, their business, whatever it may be. Um, I was chatting with, I had a one-off call with a client the other day and I literally just said, Hey, put your phone, like set your phone up on DND, but have it set to like not send you any notifications unless it's like your family members are calling you for an emergency and always leave your phone on that. Always. So then you're not constantly like, bing, oh, I got something, oh, bing. Or first thing when you wake up in the morning, you turn off your alarm and then you immediately see like 30 notifications and then it's just like your brain's just already going. Um, Yeah. yeah. So honestly, setting your phone, if you've got an iPhone, you can actually go into the focus mode and like set what you want to come through. That Mm -hmm. is a game changer for me, especially when I've got just a million notifications all the time because my business is mostly run through online and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, So then when I wake up in the morning, I turn off my alarm and then I'm not distracted. And then I can just leave. I leave my phone in my bedroom and I don't touch it for like the first two hours. 
And I do the same thing again before bed, like don't touch it for the last one to two hours. Just something as simple as that hugely changed my energy and has yeah, really helped a lot of my clients and I've given that piece of advice. So yeah, I thought I'd just add that in there. 100%. And there needs to be boundaries um, with the digital world because we are, you know, it's almost like, I think they said it on, what was that um, Netflix documentary? The Social oh, Network or something? Social, social Dilemma? Social Dilemma or yeah. The Social Network or something like that. And it was just around how, just like how a baby would reach for a dummy to self-soothe, we reach for our phones. And that's just the age that we're in. So being able to almost circuit break and have those boundaries is so important. Anyone who knows me knows that my phone lives on silent. It is never off silent. (laughs) So sometimes it's bad because I don't get back to messages on time. But it is good because I I feel very overstimulated and really heightened constantly hearing bing, 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 or like, you know, vibrating. So whatever works for you, but being just more intentional with it. And I'll leave some information in the show notes around the feminine and masculine energies. And what I'd like to also, before we finish up, dive into is how people can find you and connect with you and work with you, Karen. Mm, Absolutely. So everything I do is on Instagram. So it's just my name, uh, Karen Taylor underscore coach. Um, And yet you can find all my links from there. Um, I've also got like my own podcast that Lauren's going to jump on after this. Um, Mine's called the Holistic Mindset Podcast. So I love that we've got a similar name. Um, so yeah, just share all things self-development, manifesting, a little bit of business stuff as well too. And yeah, come connect with me. Send me a message on Instagram. Let's have a chat. Amazing. Thank you so much, Karen, for jumping on and sharing your beautiful energy and wisdom. And I can't wait to jump on your potty in a sec. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you.